From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, postwrestling on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, usually we're here every Thursday on your uh, podcast feeds to talk about NXT wrestling. That is right. That's what we talk about here in the BDE, the Braden David Experience, the Braden David Estate. However, we talk a lot about nerdy things because we're, we're nerdy guys. Yeah. David. So... We've we've done some Star Wars podcasts. We've done some some horror movie podcasts. We've even done a Christmas movie podcast. Um, but but somehow some way we find ourselves today talking about Pokemon. Yeah, I think I think we've had a similar childhood in a way. The stuff we got nerdy about. I think maybe yes. maybe it's it's a wrestling thing, but. It's fighting. I, I move on on things I'd be kind of obsessed about. So I was obsessed about Power Rangers for right. a while. Yes. Um, and then I'd say Pokemon was maybe the next thing. I, I moved on from Power Rangers wow. to Pokemon. That's an evolution. It is an evolution. Uh, is, that going, is that getting better or getting worse? Some would argue worse. Some would argue way better. Um, I mean, I had a similar experience re-watching this film as I did uh, yes. re-watching yes. Power Rangers. As did I. Yes, we are here today to chat about Pokemon... The first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yes. That's, that's a long name for a movie. Yeah, I was looking it up. Originally, it was just called Pokemon the Movie, yeah. Mewtwo Strikes Back. But yeah. then there's been so many movies that they've decided to... Make sure. 
make sure we know this was the first. Right. This yeah. isn't the second movie. From 1998 or 99, depending where you live, is when this movie came out. And that's, when, that's what we're here to talk about. We realized a lot of our listeners for our Up Next, uh, our listeners love us talking about old things from the 90s and 2000s. So that's exactly what we're, we're here to do today. So yeah. if you don't like Pokemon, uh, you can listen and wonder what we're talking about. Or you can skip it. I, I know we did get one of our very first pieces of feedback was like, like, guys, I love you, but I'm 51. I'm skipping this one. Have a good day. <laughs> and I can respect that. And I can appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> um, and I understand. Um, I am now 27. I'm born in 1991. Okay. Which uh, Pokemon, the, the craze, Pokemania, if yeah. you will, it went crazy in like the mid, late 90s. Yeah. I'd say. So I was prime time into everything Pokemon. Do you, do you remember your first experience with Pokemon? How did you get into it? Was it the games? Was it the cards? Was it the TV show? I played, I did all of it. But what was like your first introduction? Because um, I remember mine quite clearly. Okay, well, what was yours? So mine, um, I think I'd have been in year four, okay. grade four, right. as you'd say. Um, we had just got Sky. Um, and That's a TV channel. Sky's the, like, like we have Rogers and Bell sure. over here. So we have the five terrestrial channels in the right. UK that are free. Uh, I mean, you pay your TV license. Yep. But, and then we just got Sky, so you have... All the extra channels, so now I could watch wrestling on Sky Sports yeah. and that kind of stuff. And I think it was probably watching SmackDown, because SmackDown aired on Sky One on Saturday mornings at 11. Hey, maybe not for long, eh? Oh, yeah. It's moving <laughs> to BT. Um, and I think Pokemon either came on before or after it. Wow, what a combo. I watched this episode, which was all about Ghastly. And they've yeah. gone to like this haunted house yeah. and there's this ghost. That's like the girl. best episode. It was an awesome episode. Yeah. And it just, there was so much mystery in this episode and I had no idea what this was about. Right. Uh, I didn't know who these kids were. I didn't know what these creatures were. But I was like, this, this is really oh, cool. So it's a show and that this was you. before the show exploded. Okay. Like, so it wasn't on ITV sure. at this point. It was just on Sky. And I remember talking to a guy in my class. I was like, I saw this cartoon yesterday. It was pretty cool. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's that Pokemon thing. And then I'd say, give it six months, and this thing blew up. Right. And wow. I remember lining up to uh, get the game from yeah. HMV, buying the yeah, Game Boy game. Yeah, yeah. So I remember my, my vivid... I don't remember if I watched the show first or played the cards. I don't remember what came for me, but I do vividly remember... My mom told me for, you know, for Christmas, the, the one year that the, the games and the Game Boy was the big thing that she said, okay, you know what, I'll get you the Game Boy with Pokemon. I, I was like, mom, I really want red. Okay. Uh, Pokemon red when it came out, when it was coming out. There was red and there was blue. And yeah. I was like, I really want Charizard. Uh, you need to get me, you need to get me this game. She's like, all right, I'm going to get you this game. She's like, no matter what I do for Christmas, that's what you're going to get. And and by no means am, am I me and my mom coming from like a really uh, wealthy <laughs> you know family. So sure. for her buying a Game Boy is a pretty big yeah. deal, especially for a little kid, right? So I remember she was in a Toys R Us and she had you had your spot in line, mm. and there's only so many Game Boys, right? And a woman uh, butted her, and my mom is like the sweetest lady, but my mom was like, nope, 
not today. Portuguese so, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like, uh, excuse me, like, we've been here for like two hours or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, like, uh, and there was a whole scuffle. And I remember to this day, like, that's the joke I can make to my mom. Like, oh, don't want to see you, uh, don't want to see you fight someone off for the Game Boy. Have, have you seen Super with Rain Wilson? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, do you know about it? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a whole scene about budding in line. There you go. So these people butt in line. And he's like, hey, you, you butted in yeah. line. And they're like, whatever. So he runs to his car, puts on his superhero costume, grabs a crowbar and beats the That's shit like out of them. like Garth in Wayne's World. And yeah. goes, you do not butt in line. But in, people that butt in line are the, just the worst. I, I remember, like, again, my mom is like a super sweetheart, but she was like realizing, like, wait a second, if there's only so many, people are trying to jump in line so that they get the, the ones and then people are screwed over because they don't get the, the Game Boy. So I remember she eventually got this this person out of the out of the butt out of the budding, but then when it came up to it, they're like, "Oh, sorry, we only have pink Game Boys left," uh, <laughs> and she's like, "What? Like whatever?" I was like, "Game Boy Color." Game Boy Color. Okay. And I said to my mom, "Like Game Boy Pink Game Boy works for me. Let's go. Let's so go. Give me the pink Game Boy." <laughs> so I still own like uh, my brother and I both had the classic. So yeah. ours is the big grey one with... Yeah. It's not even black and white. It's like green and black. Yeah, yeah. Green. I know that one too. And I still have that. Yeah. I was very lucky because I had a brother. So I wanted Pokemon Blue. He wanted Pokemon Red. Right, so you could... But do you know the little... Like, there were so many cheats you could use. Yeah, so back in the day, you could put the link cables and yep. get the, the Game Boys to link to each other to yes. trade Pokemon. But certain games only had certain Pokemon and certain games only had different ones. Exactly. But what you're talking about is probably how like you trade, but then you unplug halfway exactly. or something like that. So right? we'd have uh, my brother Alex, I think, um, he'd... So I'd start off with a, a Squirtle. He'd sure. start the off with a, a Bulbasaur right. or a Charizard or whatever. Garlic Pokemon. He would trade me... We'd trade like the Bulbasaur for like a Caterpie right. or something. And then, as you said, unplug it. Yeah. So you clone it. Yeah. I mean, this film's all about clones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you'd both have. Right. And then my brother would restart the game and get a Charizard. This oh, yeah. So and both then, of us, not a Charizard, a Charmander. Yeah, so then you So got both of us would then the start elements. off with, like, straight Cheaters. away, I've already got a Squirtle, a Charmander, and a Bulbasaur. So. <laughs> and then if you had a friend with Pokemon Yellow, then you got your Yeah, you're set. Well. See, I really loved Pokemon Yellow. Um, the 151, 150 Pokemon is really where I am. In that pool. Me too. The next gen, I still played, but I'm going to be so honest, I kind of So the next was Silver off. and Gold, yeah. I think. Which were really which, good games. Which I had both as well. I still have in my drawer well, I love them because you th they then added the element of time, which was really cool. Okay. Did, do you remember I this? I don't really so, remember. So, like, um, I'm trying to think of Night Pokemon. No Nocturne? Was that sure. Nocturnes? Yeah. yeah. So, they're like the Owl Pokemon. You could only capture if you played at, at night. night. Right. And they were like daytime Pokemon. So, I thought that was really cool. Okay. And um, I'm not much of a gamer, but I was really sucked into the world of the, the Game Boy Pokemon. Like this is also pre pre mobile phones. I mean, mobile phones yeah, were around, but yeah. people weren't like I don't know the exact fact, but people check their phone like 20 times an hour or something sure. ridiculous like that. Instead, people were attached to their Game Boys. You could you could play it, put it down, pick it up, play it a bit more. It's crazy how Pokemon Go years later 
is a huge thing. Yeah. Like, you know, you can joke and say, who's still playing it? People are still playing this yeah, game. Like, sure. literally, people are upset. I went on a Tinder date, and this girl had her phone notification go off, and it was for this, and she caught some random thing. And I'm like, do you even know this? And a girl caught a random thing from you? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just crazy how, like, even people who maybe didn't watch the show, didn't play the game, yeah. didn't play the cards, got into this app, and now play this all over wherever they go is this Pokemon Go, which is now on the phone. It's the smartest thing Nintendo could have ever done. But I remember playing the game because it's like you travel, you walk around in this world that's in your pocket. It was like the craziest yeah. shit ever, right? So everything from like the sounds in the game, the music playing, like it's everything about it is crazy. Battling someone. I think I still have... Like, uh, the, you know, like the Pavlov dog, you ring the bell and the dog salivates. Yeah. yeah. If I hear certain sounds like the, the, uh, the, uh, the battle sound, yeah. I think, all right, let's go. It's time to go. Like, it's ingrained in my brain. You, your brain only has so much memory for certain things. Half of it, mine is wrestling. But there's a tiny little folder in there that's for Pokemon 151. And for some reason, I know random shit about it and it's just crazy did you collect the cards as well oh yeah i I would play the i would play the cards and i would trade and you know all that stuff i never really played the cards uh i collected them right they were more just to own what was the best card you had um i had a shiny blastoise whoa which was pretty awesome yeah i remember Um, i remember that i think they cost it cost like two pound fifty for a like the the pack where you get like six cards right and you normally boosters yeah, you'd get like some boosters. You'd get a, uh, if you're lucky, a shiny, um, and then you could get the the like the bigger bumper packs. Yeah, and then you'd know you'd get like some um, cards. And there was a, I remember I, I fell out with a, a good friend twice over Pokemon. Of course, you one hundred percent. And I feel, I feel everyone has a very similar story as yes. well. Um, we had when we were at school, we had trays. Like, in primary school. So okay. you just have a tray that you keep your books and stuff in. Sure. It wasn't lockers or anything. We're, we're, someone we're stole eight, your Pokemon nine. card. And someone, and I, I'm pretty sure we, we all knew who it was. <sighs> we all knew it was this girl in our class, yeah. but we never had the proof. But we all knew it was her. Yeah. Um, she stole all my cards. No. So my shiny Blastoise, gone. Oh, I'd kill her. And it was like, do I start over again or what? I was devastated. So then Pokemon got banned from school. Ah, um, yes. The other thing I had was the fossil cards hadn't come out in the UK yet. Right. But I, I think they'd come out in like the States. Was that after the movie, maybe? Maybe, yeah. To tie in um, this movie. And I had a fossil Pidgeotto. Okay. Um, which no one had yeah. seen in the UK. Sure. Um, and my best friend at the time was like, uh, hey, I, can I have that Pidgeotto? And he was like, and I was like, no, I'm good. And this was all over a, a lunch break at school. We were sure. walking around the playground, chatting about Pokemon. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll give you this for your Pidgeotto. I was like, no, no, no I, I'm not trading my yeah, Pidgeotto, yeah, whatever yeah. you offer me. All he'd go on about is all break. I'm trying to move on the conversation. He's like, what about I give you these six cards? I'm like, I'm not trading my Pidgeotto. Yeah, been there. And I kept all my cards in like a box, sure. like carry them around with me. Um, I was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And eventually I lost it and just oh. threw the box at him oh. and was like, fucking have them all. Oh. You clearly don't care about our friendship. <laughs> all you want me is is for my Pidgeotto, so wow. fucking have it. And so that was the first time that 
that was over. You had heartbreak. The second from time Pokemon. was because he had the smaller Game Boy. Okay. I had the classic one. There yeah. was a cable. They were different, like transfer. Sure. Yeah. Sockets. Link cables. So I had the one like the big cable to the little cable, and we were like, let's let's both pay like ten pounds each to buy this cable. And he never paid me for it. So wow. eventually my mum had to like go and knock on the yeah. door. And then she was mad at me because she was like, um, she was like friends with the mum. Yeah. It's like this friendship's over. Oh, all because of Pokemon. Yeah. All because he Pokemon. tried to steal your Pidgeotto. Really. And you know, I picked Pikachu over that fucking kid <laughs> anytime. <laughs> you picked Pokemon over. Well, I, I in, in preparation for this uh, podcast, I looked up things from my childhood regarding Pokemon, mm. and I looked up some Pokemon cards, and there's something, I never had a Charizard. I think I had a Blastoise at one point, but my whole goal was like, I, need, I want a Charizard, and I remember like my best friend having the Charizard, but he was the guy who never played the cards, he didn't bring them to school, he would keep them in a, in a plastic like binder a thing, binder yeah, thing, but yeah. like proper, and I always joke, like, what are you going to do with these, blah, 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 blah. And years later, he sold his Pokemon cards. Like, he'd sold the binder, I think, mm. for just, like, a couple hundred bucks, along with, like, a PlayStation 2 or whatever, like, on online Craigslist Kijiji. But I looked up that Charizard. I'm Kay. sure it's worth a lot. How much do you think the holographic Charizard is worth? Because, like, realistically, you got it in, what, a pack that was, what, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, maybe? Um... Well, you, it might just show up. As I said, it was two pound fifty for the like the, the thin packs. Yeah, which you got six cards. That's how I got my Blastoise. Right. Um, I could you just buy them in a pack, like the big boxes? Did that come guaranteed? Not with Charizard. I don't think so. No. So you just lucked out. Really. So I'm. I read that there. So Charizard was like a holographic card, which mm. is shiny, and the way the the art of Charizard had. The, the creature and he's spitting fire and then he has this shadow and the rest of it's like super shiny. Mm. There was a, a printing errors and if you have a Charizard that doesn't have the shadow, mm. you have $20,000 that you're sitting on right Jesus. now. Jesus. If you have a Charizard that th is missing the shadow in the, in the design, which was like common at the time, probably not, n not as common as the regular Charizard, you, you could probably be sitting on a lot of money right now. So I don't know how much your Blastoise was worth, but maybe yeah, you should go try to find it. Uh, I, I wonder if I still have any of my Pokemon cards. I know I still I have a deck that has half Pokemon, and it's all like my fancy sh uh, holographic ones mixed with Yu-Gi-Oh. But I never really played. But I'm, I'm about to cry. Why? Um, if this girl from my class yeah. still has my shiny Blastoise, right. I hope she's not listening, because I'm going to say what it's worth. <laughs> I don't know if it was shadowless or not. Okay. Let's say it was the regular shiny one. Sure. Thousand dollars. That's a, that's still crazy. Like if this it's crazy, if yeah. a regular Charizard oh, or whatever, I could do with a thousand bucks right. Yeah, exactly. If it's the shadowless one, it's uh, twenty seven hundred. That's nuts. That's crazy. And you said the Charizard's twenty. The Charizard shadowless is twenty grand. Fuck so like I'm at, like the regular is probably I don't know a grand or so. So, that's so I'm gonna say any of you collecting anything now. Put in binders. Keep safe. Especially like, if they're mint condition. Yeah. Shit is crazy. Uh, yeah, I was obsessed with the cards, but I, I more so remember playing... Like, I have an N64 here in, yeah. uh, in the BD. I got Pokemon Battle, like that... Pokemon Stadium, sorry. Those were fun. But I remember the Game Boy games being the, the most thing. But the reason we got into this whole thing is because a new movie came out. Yeah. A live-action movie, kind of. 
So yeah, uh, it's live action. And it sparked our interest, and it sparked us doing this whole thing, I would say. And that movie is called Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Now, uh, I've seen it. Me You've too. seen it. What did you think about it? I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think... I think if you haven't seen Pokemon and not aware of Pokemon, it's probably a pretty bad movie. <laughs> um, but I thought, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, my girlfriend's a big fan of Pokemon as well. So she loved it. I yeah. loved it. It's Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought, I thought that exact thing. I thought I had a lot of fun. I thought it was really cute. Me too. Uh, um, I just, everything, I, I, you're right. I couldn't imagine not knowing what Pokemon is and yeah. seeing this. Because you'd be like, this is dumb. Like, I don't understand. Um, a lot of the Pokemon in this new movie were Pokemon I don't even know. Yeah. But when it showed older ones in a live action setting, it was mind blown. I loved Psyduck. Psyduck? I forgot that Psyduck's like one of my favorites. Psyduck's like the worst Pokemon. He's the worst, but he's no. so cute. Uh, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I wasn't going to see this movie. Okay. And then I saw the trailer. And in the trailer, spoilers, <laughs> Magikarp turns into Gyarados, Gyarados. And I was like, all right, I got to see this fucking movie. <laughs> I, I love that scene as yeah, well. Magikarp yeah. just flapping around. Because uh, my favorite episode of Pokemon as a kid was um, when Team Rocket, Jesse, he gets scammed into buying a Magikarp on a cruise ship. And then the cruise yeah. ship goes down. And then he, yeah, they're, like, tell, they're like telling him, like, you, you bought a Magikarp. You're, like, you're screwed for life. And everyone who's ever played the games, you know, like... The Magikarp sucks unless you get it to what level one hundred. It would it would take a long time. Yeah, to it takes get it, it takes your whole game. What I would do, you'd have to you'd have to have it as your starter Pokemon. It's terrible. So it would it would come out first, and then you'd call it back right away and right. put your strong Pokemon. So it would always get like you can't attack. It would always get it. points. Oh to man! Level so up. so Magikarp is this tiny little goldfish that just flops around, doesn't do shit can't attack people with it you can't fight battles but when it finally evolves into gyarados it's this crazy huge like yeah japanese inspired dragon and like, underwater like it's just fucking nuts so it, seeing that in a live action movie i had to see that uh, i thought the movie was so much fun mr mime was my favorite part oh i forgot about that that was so <laughs> that good. was so funny uh i can't believe they figured out how to make pokemon that funny oh uh, in a that was hilarious movie. yeah i thought i once when a kids movie can make you like laugh really loud, then you're doing something right. Uh, I thought that was so funny. I forgot about that Pokemon entirely until that scene in this Pokemon um, Pikachu. I also thought Ditto was really creepy. Yes, when when he became the girl and just had those like dead dots for eyes. Yeah, I didn't actually understand what was going on, but I was with my friend Lindsay and she's like, "Oh, it's Ditto," and I was like, "What?" And then it started happening, and I figured it so, out. But- I read because I was crazy. looking up. Uh, I really like the the incorporation of Pokemon. I don't know if you uh, knew this or not, but I was um, I was researching Mew and Mewtwo. Sure, and it was saying that a lot of people think that Ditto is a failed attempt at cloning Mew. Oh, okay. So Mewtwo is the first successful sure. one, but people think that. Um, I mean, that they tried lots of different attempts sure, to clone he's purple, you. so... And they say, apparently, they both weigh the same. They're both 8.8 pounds, or 4 kilograms. <laughs> uh, they both learn transform, natu- transform naturally at level zero. Um, but yeah, so they believe that uh, Ditto is the failed... Wow, that's some in-depth uh, Pokemon... Uh, in-depth research on Pokemon there. Uh, I, I, I really liked Pikachu as a character. Pikachu... 
everywhere in the world is a huge thing. I've been to a Pokemon Center in Tokyo. Mm. It's fucking... If you're a Pokemon fan, highly recommend going. I, like, again, I'm a Pokemon fan to a degree. I think I was more as a kid. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm now. So me going there was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Amazing. What am I doing now? And like <laughs> moved on with my day. Whereas other people would be like, holy shit, I'm in a Poke Center. Like, this is crazy. I just... Everything about the movie is how I imagine like... I want to see more movies with Pokemon in it. I want to see, like, the movie, like, the game turned into a movie, essentially. What I found weird was the, uh, the city, the fictional city in yeah. the film was London, and they made no attempt of making it not it's look like so London. It's so strange. The Gherkin was there, you had the, I mean, obviously they had the London Underground signs. They added a lot of weird things. It's like, I don't, I, would they film it in London? I, I, I don't know. I because, assume so. Because it was strange. They tried to make it the city, that the, the rhyme city, I mm, believe. That's right. Which, is rhyme a color? Because I thought Pokemon, the cities were always named after colors. Palatown, and then you move on to, you know. Oh, true. Don't you, isn't it always yeah. colors? I don't know. That, that, that bugged me in this new Detective Pikachu. I was like, wait a second. Where's Palatown? What's going on? Um, so, so wait. So you're saying it was London? You, yeah, I mean, the, the Gherkin, which is a famous... Uh, building in London. Okay. They, they made no attempt at well, at change. I'll show you the picture because right now. they made it look like like a bunch of cities put together. In my like, they but, made, I mean, you remember that? Yeah, building. yeah, yeah. So it's it's strange because they made they made like there's a lot of Tokyo, there's a lot of Hong Kong, there's yeah. a lot of um, New York. I don't know. They just maybe they just put it all together. Maybe in yeah. the CGI world. I don't know. And half the movie was CGI. Yeah, like uh, it was just interesting. I, I grew up watching playing the games, the cards, the cartoons, and then seeing them like. I know it's still CGI, but in a live-action setting, it's quite interesting and quite cool. I think there is a market for more Pokemon movies. I know they were thinking of a Pokemon series for Netflix. I know Nintendo is messing around with Netflix to start series of shows like Zelda series, Pokemon series. That would be maybe more the route. I can't see myself going to movie after movie of Pokemon. That being said, I bet people would. So Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of movies out there now. <clears throat> Yeah, Pokemon. there's everything. And there's a lot of them on Netflix. Already. I just find this was the the, the first movie. Detective Pikachu was the first live action Pokemon movie. Like that's what they went with. Yeah, it's just strange. Uh, I, which, lo- it- I loved how because I originally thought from the trailers and stuff this yeah. was going to be a kind of standalone thing. Yeah, but this no Detective Pikachu acknowledges or they, they acknowledge the film this we're about movie. To yes, review. it's pretty much them. Uh, it's them going off this story yeah to be honest um which i thought was pretty cool the the movie we're reviewing today pokemon the first movie mewtwo strikes back is actually being remade and re-released in cgi in animation this year okay so that is yes, no, I did see yeah that. that is exactly why uh this movie ties in with the detective pikachu movie and ties in with that whole story of why there because maybe you're wondering why is Pikachu a detective, which is what I was wondering, yeah. the whole fucking thing, which I figured out the plot in this movie really quickly, but it's a kid's movie, so I'm not mad at it, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know, I had a lot of fun with Detective Pikachu, I thought Ryan Reynolds was Me really too. funny, <laughs> yeah, I thought Ryan Reynolds was really funny, even as Pikachu, but it's just just crazy, like, I told my mom that I saw this movie, and she just like, rolled her eyes, she's like, <laughs> sure, of course you did, uh, well... I guess we should talk about the movie that we're actually here to talk about. Sure. So, uh, is there anything else you need to say about Pokemon in general or Pokemon Detective Pikachu before we uh, talk? I just wanted to say, I'll, I'll give more facts about the film after we've reviewed it, but have you heard of Pokey Flu? No. So, apparently, when this film was originally released, it's, you know how, like, Day After the Super Bowl has a 
like a record number every year of people calling in sick sure. to work. The day this film came out, oh. no kids went to school. Whoa. Everyone had the po- everyone I, had the pokey flu. I wonder if I'd skip school. I remember I've my- never skipped school for a movie. Oh. Oh. Um I've done that. Because it's like just go after school or go at the weekend. I but, remember my yeah, mom took me my mom crazy. took me and my buddy. We were, you know, probably like six or seven or eight, and my mom fell asleep during this this movie. The whole movie. My mom's never fallen asleep in a theater except this movie, and she'll always joke that it was Pokemon the movie. So I'd have been nine. I she liked Digimon though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. She's like Digimon movie was better than Pokemon movie. I'm like, okay, mom. Um. So I was nine when I went to see this film, and my brother took me. Right. My brother went with his friend. Um. So they'd have been thirteen. Um. And they used to. I think they watched it kind of jokingly in the morning sure. before school. Right. Reside like properly. Because you were younger, it. yeah. Um, so they went along for a laugh, but really it was my parents didn't want to take me. Sure. And my brother was like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. So yeah, I remember that was one of the only films I think that my brother would have taken me to that I was not old enough to go yet. Because anyone um, can see Pokemon. Yeah. And <laughs> I, we neither of us watched this, but do you remember the. Uh, the intro vacation yeah let's talk about that because we didn't watch that part but it was part of the yeah. the movie technically um, it's Pikachu's vacation he goes on vacation on an island I remember there's a Charizard at some point it's it's just a load of Pokemon being dumb and cute I think from what I oh, remember there's no great. real story to it and looking at reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff it's the critics just fucking hated this short <laughs> it was essentially like you know Pixar always do a little short yeah. before it was essentially that but for 20 minutes Ooh. of nonsense. That's probably why my mom fell asleep in the theater. Yeah. It's we <laughs> like, well, fuck this. I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> but she didn't fall asleep during Digimon. She'll always bring that up. Okay, let's talk about Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. did a Star Wars Episode 1 review. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago that movie came out. 20 years ago this movie came out. So we're just on a roll of 90s movies. Um, but my notes for Star Wars yeah. were like, you know, trying to take notes of Star Wars Episode 1. was I got a lot of credit for <laughs> doing a good job, considering. Yeah. So, that being said, cut me some slack for watching Pokemon... What are your notes on this movie? <laughs> my, I tried to get in depth, but like, holy, yeah, I mean, this movie not is that in depth. You can go. This movie the, is the, a shallow pool. <laughs> the movie is very basic. I yeah. mean, I'd say, I'd say the episode, like some of the episodes had actually no, the episodes did have a deeper story. As I said earlier, that that like haunted castle with yeah, the, yeah. the ghost, the girl, awesome. Uh, this is a very very basic story. Yeah. Okay, so. Ancient civilization, there used to be, you know, dinosaurs and cavemen, but there also used to be Pokemon. Mm. Years and years ago, not BC, but BP, before Pokemon. (laughs) Get it? Uh, um, There was extinct Pokemon, and there's ancient ruins, and we see this, this, 
this Pokemon fly off in the distance. But we see this this crew uh, in present day, and they're trying to find uh, fossils. They're uh, they're explorers, and uh, what, I don't know what do you call these types of people? Archaeologists. Uh, yeah, archaeologists was the word I was looking for. They were looking for the fossilized Pidgeotto card. Mm. Uh, in the, well, that's essentially yeah. w- why that card kind of came. They gave you cards for the movies when you went. If you went to this movie, I believe you got the fossilized Mew. If, okay. you go, if you went to the theater, they handed you the card. So people were trying to trade and sell those cards because yeah. the only way to get them was when you went to the movies, which is a huge thing. And they did that for movies to come, I believe. Same with Digimon. So there's ancient ruins, and these archaeologists and researchers, they find what they think is the fossil of the ancient Pokemon known as Mew. Um, they then uh, they try to clone this this creature this pokemon and they realize that he can commute uh communicate through te- telepathy tele how do you pronounce telepathy uh, telepathy telepathy <laughs> telepathy well they use telepathic research and they're trying to clone different pokemons and like we said in the detective pikachu it kind of ties in they, we see the og pokemon in in these chambers in this research facility in this lab we see a charmander see a Bulbasaur, we see a Squirtle. The best three anyone can ask for. The original, the OG, three. And they're trying to clone these Pokemon. They're trying to insert the telepathic powers into other things. Basically, it's Jurassic Park, but Pokemon. Yeah, this is Jurassic Park. This is Jurassic World making that brand new dinosaur. Yeah, like it's all, they're all trying to do that. Um, And it shows this flashback of, of this main daughter, of this main doctor, and he's trying to bring back a clone of his daughter who had passed away named Amber. And he's he's going through these visions and there's there's visions of Pallet Town, like I said, and and a girl, her, her her name is Amber. There's always people with colors and you know, Ash. He was yeah. you know, um there's all these things, but they think the the cloning the powers are working. And he we see the Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur in these chambers, but they fade away. The powers are too strong and, and nothing is as nothing is working. So Amber reappears and this doctor thinks that this is working, that the powers of the Pokemon are bringing back the dead, but it's not. And they fade away as well. So this doctor is, is upset and crying and it's, it's all like an emotional thing trying to get you involved in why the doctor is kind of doing this. Why the bad guy? What's the, what's the incentive here? Um, so Mewtwo basically comes alive in this in this pod in this chamber and he's he's talking to them and he's telling them that this is real life and i don't i i i, I don't really know what's, i don't really know what's going on <laughs> i was like cool there's a pokemon and you're cloning it it felt like jurassic park yeah step one two to three uh there's a voiceover guy He's telling us about the most powerful Pokemon is Mew and all these things. And wouldn't you know, Mewtwo breaks free. He breaks the glass of the chamber, the tank. He uses his psychic powers and he, he you know, explodes the place up. It's a whole explosion. Which we see again in yeah, Detective it's, Pikachu. It's, it's pretty much the same, the same thing. thing yeah. It's the same scene, essentially. I will say, watching, th- I watched this before I went and saw Detective Pikachu. Okay. It was really cool to see this and then being brought to life. Yeah, sure. Pikachu. I mean, I found it cool the other way around because I, sure. I, like, appreciated Detective Pikachu more. Sure. So I was like, oh, I 
didn't realize how similar this was. Yeah, it's very similar. I guess they're like, what's the best story we got? Let's go with yeah. that. Uh, so Mewtwo uses his psychic powers. The doctor, before you know, he he's about to be like killed or something, he explains that Mewtwo, you are just a copy of an... You're, you're just an experiment. You're a clone of a fossil. Mewtwo, you shouldn't say that to an evil Pokemon because then he gets angry and Mewtwo escapes. The doctor says, we wanted to create the most power, powerful Pokemon... And we succeeded. Mewtwo then explodes the island to millions of pieces. But it's Giovanni. That, you know, classic Japanese name, Giovanni. (laughs) (laughs) Giovanni's the the main villain in all these Pokemon uh, stories. He's the evil Pokemon. It's revealed that this was all part of his plan. And he says, Mewtwo. Join me, and I will train you. I will teach you how to use your powers, and together we will rule the world. I think this opening scene, uh, obviously it set up Mewtwo as the baddie in this film, but made you empathize with yes. him as well. Like the whole bit when he's he's like devastated because he realizes he's been created. Yeah, he's like Frankenstein's monster. He's not real. Uh, I thought that was quite cool imagine you woke up one day and someone's like we just made you yeah what would you do i'd blow up a lap <laughs> probably uh it shows mewtwo he he takes up giovanni on that offer and he he puts on this like suit and he's training with his telepathic powers and i don't know he's throwing pokemon all around it shows like clips here and then he, he basically tells giovanni now that i've learned all these powers Fuck you, and flies away into the yep. distance. And then the credits start. Pokemon, the movie. The classic theme song plays. Um, Do you I, know the lyrics to the second verse? To which? I want to be the yeah. very best. That's the first part. Yeah. Doom, doom, doom. Every challenge along the way, we courage our face. Okay, you and me, we love karaoke. Oh, yeah. We go to karaoke quite a bit. Mm. I see people sing Pokemon at karaoke. Because this is this is how the conversation goes. Where are we? Oh, it's we're at a bar. Oh, there's karaoke today. Oh, they got, we're at a bar with karaoke. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, what are you gonna sing? Oh, I don't want to sing. Okay, no, you sing. Okay, I don't know what to sing. Okay, I got an idea. Then they do Pokemon because it's only a minute long. But no one knows the second verse. <laughs> no one else. Such a good song. I like the second verse. <laughs> but like everyone's like, oh, there's more to this, and then they're like, uh, it's like when people do. The Fresh Prince theme, but mm. they don't realize there's actually a, a, a longer version. Right. So they're like, I don't know this part. <laughs> and then they're just up there singing nothing. The what do you think is a better theme, Pokemon or Power Rangers? They're, they're oh. both really good. <sighs> That's tough. I had both of them. I had the DJ play both of these at my 18th birthday. <laughs> 18th? Yeah. <laughs> Not 8th. 18th. 18th, yeah. <laughs> um, That's a tough one. I do like Power Rangers solo, though. It's very crazy train, Ozzy Osbourne, so I don't know. Okay. It's very Japanese rock, like Japanese metal. I actually owned the uh, the Pokemon album, inspired yes. the songs inspired yes. by the movie, which had artists <laughs> such as Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, NSYNC, Baby Spice, yeah, I know. and Aaron Carter. Dude, I was listening, I was bumping this all morning today. Yeah? Did you know, the you whole album? Hear, there's one song specifically I fucking think is a bop. It's a... Uh, M2M. Okay. It, don't say you love me. You don't even know me. That's a 
that was a big bang. Also, this soundtrack sucked because I was listening to it this morning and I'm like, oh, this is a terrible InSync song. This is a terrible yeah. Christina Aguilera song. This is not a good soundtrack. <laughs> uh, the intro theme will forever be legendary. One of the greatest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about the Pokey Rap? You know, oh, I love the Pokey Rap. <laughs> Charmeleon. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. You sound just like him. <laughs> I always love the... the Who's that Pokemon? And then you yell at your TV, yeah. and then it comes back, and you were wrong. Yeah, yeah. Team Rockets, Rocket Fighting Trouble, Pokey Trouble, Double Trouble, now you Trouble. Me. Now I don't know. You... Now I don't know. Don't remember that one? Team no. Rocket, Rocket. Oh, must have, must have slipped through the cracks. No, it's good. Uh, the classic voiceover guy, who I have to say is fantastic. I forgot voice. about the narrator. Yeah, then he's quite sassy, yeah, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, like from the show. Yeah, he's good, and yeah. he's doing it here, and he's fantastic. He basically fills us in on what's happening with our main characters in this movie: Ash, Brock, and Misty. They're all chilling on some island. Mm-hmm. They're having a picnic with their Pokemon. Um, some pirate guy comes up to Ash and he says, "Hey, I want to fight you. Are you Ash, the Pokemon trainer? Let's battle." And then I want to be the very best. And then. Ash pulls out his Bulbasaur. He beats the guy's Rhino Roly thing. Um, Ryan, that's gonna be the that's that. gonna be the po- the whole podcast is us explaining Pokemon without knowing the names to the Pokemon. The Rhino with the Roly thing yeah. is what the <laughs> so Detective Pikachu comes out and there's a scene. We're gonna have a load of people mad listening to us. <laughs> there's a scene in Detective Pikachu where Bulbasaur like. I don't know, near the end of the movie, Bulbasaur, like, is in the movie. And a lot of people were calling it the garlic Pokemon. Right. Like, on Twitter, people weren't sure what Bulbasaur was. Rhyhorn. Rhyhorn. Obviously, everyone knows that. Uh, Bulb- Ash's Bulbasaur beats Rhyhorn, so the guy p- calls out his, uh, I think I have the name right, Machamp. I yeah. believe it's Machamp. Wow, I get points for every time I get the Pokemon name right. Uh, pure memory. Um, so, Ash calls out his Squirtle, who is always one of my favorites, and then... Uh, Shit is lit. Uh, he basically is upset. Ash is whooping all his Pokemon's asses. So he pulls out all his Pokemon. And then Ash is like, yeah, Pikachu. Fuck him up. So Pikachu basically clowns all these man's Pokemon. The the, the, dust, the dust is settled. And this guy basically loses to Ash and walks away. But there's someone creeping in the bushes. And it's some someone we might recognize. And it's Team Rocket. They're basically spying on the crew because the the story is they're always trying to steal Pikachu they want that Pikachu why is Pikachu rare uh it's just this specific Pikachu is super powerful it's true right um the Ash's Pikachu I just want to go back to the song once again oh right I forgot to mention that was one of my favorite moments of the movie what when Pikachu is depressed singing the Pokemon theme oh what, in this know, scene? No, in, in Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Kim went out to the bathroom at that point. And when she came back, I was like, Ryan Reynolds is one of her favorites. Yeah. And I was like, you just missed Ryan Reynolds press. as Pikachu being depressed, singing the Pokemon oh. theme. She's like, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, yeah, that was very funny. Um, there's then a, a Dragonite. And we see it flying by. And it gives them an invitation to battle. Mm. Now, do you remember Dragonite was uh, a pretty popular Pokemon card because I got the name right of this Pokemon because I remember everyone wanting the card. But in the opening credits of the show, 
mm. it showed this clip of this Dragonite. So people are always like, when are we going to see this, this Pokemon again? And then it just shows up in this movie and it gives them, it has a man purse. It gives them, it gives them an invitation to this lucrative battle, Ooh, this secret battle. Um, so they all want to go. Um, there's a, a, a group of trainers that are being invited to this battle. It's kind of like Mortal Kombat now. So this movie basically took little things from everyone else and put it all in one. Mm -hmm. So there's this secret battle on a secret island that trainers are invited to go to and they can go and battle. Um, one of the, the people there, uh, Brock thinks is cute. I remember now Brock thinks everyone is cute. Oh yeah. Now I realize why I relate to Brock the most. <laughs> um, there is a, uh, a Clefairy. The Clefairy there tells them that, in fact, you won't be going to this island because there's this crazy storm. But it is revealed that Mewtwo is in charge of setting up this whole thing. He's the one inviting these trainers to the island. And he's the one who started this storm in the first place to see... If you can fight the storm and get to the island, then you deserve to fight me. Uh, the police say that there's uh, a missing nurse from uh, the local area. And I'm going to guess it's Nurse Joy. It's Nurse Joy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Remember that? Uh, Brock says she's cute as well and that she looks familiar. Well, yeah, they all look the same. They want the same name and all look the same. <laughs> Every city is the, like, yeah, my sister Joy in the other yeah. town. Yeah, my sister, my cousin Joy. Uh, there's Gary is here. Is it not Gary? Is it not Gary? It looked like Gary. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Like Professor Oak's nephew. Yeah. The dick. So in the game, you could name yourself, which most kids just name themselves Ash. Mm. I, I guess you named yourself Dragon Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever name the bad guy Gary, not Gary? Uh, I sometimes named him like Dickhead or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> my, mine was Assface. So if my mom ever was, looked over at my screen and it's like Assface, she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you always name Gary like the terrible thing, like Dickhead. Yeah. Bottlenose or some shit. Um, yeah. However, Gary uh, has a Gyarados, which is very funny. Gary does. Um, and he's like, screw the storm. I'm going to ride my Gyarados to the island and get in this battle. Um, the Viking Raiders show up. There's a boat with Vikings on it. And it's actually Team Rocket in disguise, dressed as Vikings, yeah. to try to trick Ash, Brock, and Misty to get in the boat so they can steal Pikachu. And... <clears throat> There's a line... Uh, this is they, interesting, yeah. They go, I didn't think Vikings still exist. And they go, they must still in Minnesota. Yeah. Because they're kind of doing that weird. accent. Yeah. I uh, thought this was quite funny and a weird line to put in for a kid's film. What a weird line. They say, I didn't know Vikings... the adults. I didn't know Vikings still existed. Well, they mostly live in Minnesota because <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Viking Raiders. So... It's revealed that they are actually Team Rocket, and they say, prepare for trouble, make it double. They then all go overboard, but the Pokemon save them. Ash has a Squirtle, which is a water-type Pokemon, mm. which is able to save him. Uh, Misty has, like, all sorts of... Uh, What's this, this stupid star? Starmie? Starmie, is that the star, name? Star you? Star me? <laughs> star me? Star you! Um, they are saved from their Pokemon in the water, uh, Brock is the one who needed help saving because he has a lot of rock type, which does not work. It's going to weigh you down. Yeah, that does not work in uh, water type scenarios. Um, so they they get saved and they make it to the island. Therefore, 
they are worthy. Um, there is a girl there, girl there who basically is there to welcome them to this island. Again, a very Mortal Kombat-esque, because mm. it's like, welcome to the island. And Brock says, hey, you look familiar. Spoiler. It's the nurse. It's the, it's the missing nurse. But you don't know that yet. Uh, all the trainers who made it to the island, they are now worthy. Um, I, I'm, I note here that some guy has a Pidgeotto playing the video games. Everyone had Pidgeotto because that's like one of the first – you get Pidgey like really early on. Yeah. And then usually you stick with Pidgeotto all the way to the end because he can fly. Yeah. So he can get you everywhere. Uh, so shout out Pidgeotto. He's a real underrated Pokemon. Yeah. He's like realistically you probably played a lot with that character. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Completely. So shout out Pidgeotto. Gust. Was that one of the Yeah. Movies? Exactly. Yeah, gust. Yeah. I always love a little bit of Gust. Uh, someone has a Blastoise now. So now they're in this like – this hall in this island, in this dark, like, quarters of a chamber, I don't know, weird setting. And all these trainers are there, and they're told, like, hey, uh, take your Pokemon out. Every, you gotta, you know, make sure, this is an official, like, battle kind of mm. thing. Show us what kind of Pokemon you're, we're dealing with here. So everyone has their Pokemon, like, chilling, and that's why I like the, the Pidgeotto. But there's a Blastoise, uh, your shiny Blastoise, shiny that's Blastoise. probably worth a lot more money um, now. And... Mewtwo reveals himself here. He says, uh, you know, uh, I am the greatest Pokemon master there is because I am created this way, mm. essentially. He basically wants to steal all this Pokemon. We don't know his motives quite yet. Um, <laughs> I, I write down here, remember Team Rocket, it's Jesse and James, but they have Meowth as well. Yeah. And Meowth is a Pokemon who can talk. Yeah. So we can understand Meowth. But Meowth has a Brooklyn accent, and I never understood why. So now's my time to ask, why do you think has a Brooklyn accent? Same reason Giovanni's named Giovanni. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the typical, uh, like, henchman sidekick accent, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, boss! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it's, it's always that, isn't it? And it's like a cat with yeah. shiny coins on its head. I like it, it works. Yeah, it does. I just, like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> um... I say some trainer talks shit and gets hit with some psychic shit. So obviously there's a trainer who's talking shit to Mewtwo, uses his telepath- telepathy <laughs> and attacks him. Um, <laughs> I just got sidetracked. Sorry, I'm looking at your laptop and you've got password one, two, three, four. Is that oh, <laughs> in uh, case you forget? No, I got my computer finally fixed okay. and they had to, they had to like reinstate everything. Right. Like, my hard drive, I got a solid state inserted, so they gutted my old one. But they're, I asked them to do a, a clean reinstall. Yeah. So I just haven't changed the password yet. So hopefully... <laughs> but no they one... like, this guy's baked. He might forget the password is one, two, Well, they, three, they thought four. I was famous. They thought I was like a famous DJ. They're like, <laughs> my, my computer's covered in stickers, yeah. including Pokemon stickers, I think, and Spice Girl stickers and, and post-wrestling stickers. And they were like, oh, like... What do you do? Like, what, you are you a DJ or something? And I was like, what? They're like, oh, like you need. You're asking us to make your computer really fast, and you have like all these really cool things. I'm like, no, I just need my computer fixed. So I'm like, yeah, I podcast about Pokemon. Uh, can we hurry this along? God, um, don't make fun of my passwords. My next password is going to be Pikachu one. Nice. Yeah. So Mewtwo. Um, he basically tricked all these trainers. He, they all took their Pokemon out, and he basically just washes them up. There's a Gyarados. He fucks that Gyarados right up. Mewtwo says that he will rule the world. And he says that he kidnapped Nurse Joy 
so he could learn from her. And he, he took all her information in her brain about Pokemon because she's a Pokemon nurse. And now he knows everything she knows. That is not good. The bad guy knows everything about Pokemon. Oh, boy. Uh, Team Rocket and now Mew. They are not in this little uh, get-together. They're kind of off to the side. But Mew is there. Mew, like the the, the one that's all cloned. Mm. He's kind of creeping about. We'll get to him later. Uh, they find a basement on this island. And it's a Pokemon lab with Pokemon clones. They found. They realize they found the, the cloning facility. And uh, they take Meowth. It takes one of Meowth's hairs from him and starts to clone him. So now there's going to be a clone of a Meowth. So basically they're putting everything together that this Mew has brought in the strongest Pokemon he can find from the, str the best trainers because he's going to clone their Pokemon. For what for? Probably to take over the world. Mewtwo says that he will rid uh, Pokemon that serves humans. So any Pokemon that is, is a servant to humans will, uh, will die or be cloned into a, a fighter. Ash steps up and says, you know what, Mewtwo? I'll fight you. My Pokemon will beat whatever Pokemon you have. It doesn't matter. He says, like all trainers, I too chose them, but I copied them in all its evolved forms. I don't know what they're saying. Ash uh, is like, you know what? Fuck you. Pulls out his Charizard. Ash has a Charizard. But we learn his Charizard is poorly trained. Um, there's a girl who has a Blastoise, and there's also a Venusaur, which is the Bulbasaur? Yeah. Thing, right? Man, this is strange. Um, his Pokemon's not really trained, and we learned that, so therefore Mewtwo clones his Charizard, and it's, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, the clones of the Pokemon are stronger. That's usually how it works in the movies. Superman gets cloned, his evil clone is stronger. Until something near the end. That's <laughs> the, the crib notes on this movie. <laughs> Not great. Um, he claims all their Pokemon. He uses like recon, Pokemon recon, Poke, Pokeballs. Sorry. Like his own special Pokeballs. Yeah, like special evil ones. Evil Pokeballs. Yeah, because there's there's the Pokeballs. There's the Master Balls. Yeah. <laughs> there's also two Ultra balls. Ball. I think there's lots of balls. Uh, Pikachu is being chased, and he's Pika Pikachu. He's running away. Uh, very sad and cutesy. Pikachu is the cutest Pokemon out of all of them, I would say. I like Psyduck. You think Psyduck is cuter than Pikachu? Yeah. That's that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ash then chases Pikachu because he's being chased by the Recon Pokeball. And he stops him from being cloned. But they realize that all the clones are now starting to hatch. Um, Ash breaks out with the Pokemon and they decide that... They're going to fight Mewtwo. And this is a pivotal point in the movie here. Mm. It's a pivotal point in any episode of the show. It's something I learned in life. When Ash turns his hat backwards... Oh, shit's going to go down. Shit is going down! He, uh... He's about to, he's about to fuck shit up. He says, he, you sent us to die, but, uh... We're going to fuck your shit up, Mewtwo. And this is where this, this, this pink bubble appears. And it's Mew. Not Mewtwo, but it's Mew. So Mew saves Ash here. So Ash tries to step up to Mewtwo and basically is about to die because you cannot fight this, this creature, this being. But Mew reveals himself and saves the day. So now there is a fight for the ages. 
Mew versus Mewtwo. There's psychic powers and spoon bending and all sorts of stuff going on. I don't know. <clears throat> so, while that's happening, now there's cloned Pokemon and there's the real Pokemon, and it's just a huge battle of Pokemon. I thought this sucked. <laughs> like, I thought battles in the show were more exciting than this. This battle was a little lackluster. Like, it was just biting each other's neck, and it was it was shitty. I thought, for this being the big battle in the film, in the first movie, this should have been epic, and I don't think it was. Uh, it wasn't that epic. There's a, a real a part of the soundtrack. I had to look up the song. Oh, it was terrible. Brother, My Brother. Why, by- why was this being played by blessed union of souls this sucked this oh, sucked this so terrible. bad it's like all emotional and piano-y like oh god it was so bad so i'm glad you agree with me yeah I, I really did not like this they should have had creed my sacrifice playing instead it would have fit better <laughs> than this uh brother my brother it's oh, just it's terrible the, that's the lyric oh god it was bad so it's a clone versus it's like star wars clones versus there's cl- oh yeah. man this is all sorts of great shit going on i write the fighting is awful um there's i did like um i did like pikachu becoming kind of kodorobushi and just slapping the shit out the other pikachu yes so so (laughs) so the story here now is all the clone pokemon are like killing the not killing but like overpowering the regular pokemon Mm. in a way and we get brother my brother playing but we get I think it's Ash saying this, uh, or, or someone. I, I don't remember who wrote it now, because I just wrote the quote down. Uh, mm-hmm. from, someone says this, maybe if we started looking at everyone the same, instead of looking at everyone different, who knows? Deep. Wow. I learned a lot yeah. from Pokemon. If you learn anything from Pokemon, that's what you should learn. Pikachu... He's letting the evil clone hit him and refuses to hit him back. So you said, like, the co- the slaps from the evil Pikachu. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're a Pikachu too? Smack. But the good Pikachu, the baby-faced Pikachu, is like, no, I'm not going to hit you back. Pikachu is Gandhi. <laughs> es- es- essentially. Oh, God. Pikachu is Gandhi. He is like, nope. I will, I will not resort to violence. You should get that as a tattoo. Pikachu is Gandhi. <laughs> or it's, it's Gandhi as Pikachu. Like someone needs to Photoshop or draw me Gandhi as Someone's Pikachu. Someone's going to find that terribly offensive. <laughs> um, I actually really love Gandhi and I actually really love Pikachu. So I don't see any harm in my sentence. <laughs> um, they're both idols. <laughs> so... Pikachu is like, nope, I won't fight you. I'm going on strike instead. Uh, he refuses. He's just getting beat by this other Pikachu. Mm-hmm. He's getting slapped up. He's getting beat up. And Ash says that it's time to take a stand. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. He gets in, and he jumps in front of these psychic beams when the Mewtwo and the Mewer mm-hmm. are fighting still. And he, he's like, stop the fighting. Stop it. But he jumps in front. And the psychic being from you and the psychic being from you two, they turn Ash into stone. Damn. He drops to the floor and everyone in this arena, everyone in this island stops because Ash is dead. Ash has been turned to stone. It's all quiet. Pikachu, in the saddest moment of the movie, runs over. He's, he's like, Pika? Pikachu? Pika? Pika? 
<laughs> he's like trying to shock him back to life. Like, you know, you know, he's using his electric thing to kind of bring him back to life. It's just, it's just not working. And you can see even the clones, Pokemon, the, the trainers, Mewtwo, everyone's watching on because it's so emotional that Pikachu and his, his friend, his beloved trainer, Ash, is dead. Pikachu starts to cry. All the other Pokemon, they start to cry. Everyone is crying. And if we learned anything earlier in this movie, they told us that, you know, Pokemon are here because Pokemon bring life to this world. Yeah. And here we are, someone's dying because of them? What a terrible, terrible thing. Well, all the tears of all the Pokemon, they come together and they bring Ash back to life. Wow. It's magical. It's could beautiful. You, could, can you even imagine this? Yeah. Wow. Just... Magical tears. Just Pokemon tears bringing a man back to life. Uh, bringing a boy. The boyhood dream has come back to life. And Ash is there. Mewtwo, he stands up. He says, I see now. I know. I understand. I understand what's going on. It's what you do with the gift of life. These, all, these events that have just transpired, they will be all forgotten. They will be best forgotten. It was all a dream. He basically, uh, you know Men in Black when they do yep. a thing and you forget <laughs> everything? Mewtwo's like, huh, this movie sucks. You're going to forget it ever happened. And he wipes their, their memories. So Mewtwo, recap, Mewtwo is evil. He wanted to clone all the Pokemon and make Pokemon ru rule the world instead of humans. Because Pokemons have just been serving humans, being fighting for entertainment and all these things. But realizes now, that's not why we're here. Sure, fighting isn't the answer, but, you know, we can all get along on this earth. Which is actually really, you know, to pause there, contradicting this whole series, this whole... Yeah, I mean, the everything. whole thing is you train them to fight each other. The, the, the story here is don't fight. Like, fighting is bad. Mm. But that's... We're talking about the cards. We're talking about the games. Like, that's all you do. Yeah, I think I think you've got to look at it more like uh, wrestling, I guess, which is um, you're not trying to kill the other person. You're just... It's it's sport. I think it's more like fighting sport, like MMA, yeah, boxing. Like think, that makes more sense. Think a UFC fight. Like, they'll they'll pound the shit out of each other and then they'll hug and shake hands at the end. Just like... I think that's okay as a sport, but just... Fighting for, uh, because you fighting for hate—that's wrong. We right. shouldn't fight each other. Right. We that's... can have sportsmanlike battles, but hey, man, I already told you, Pikachu's Gandhi. Yeah, <laughs> he does not fight. Fighting is not the answer. But if you still want to buy our toys and games and cards that all involve fighting, then go on ahead yeah. and please do so. Uh, so fighting is bad, and it's fine. So it was all a dream. And we come back, and the dream is over, and Mewtwo, like, I don't know, flies away or some shit. Uh, Brock finds Nurse Joy. So, I don't know, he's in love. Again. He falls in love quite a lot. Yeah, like I, <laughs> I relate to Brock, <laughs> mostly because I got an onyx. Um, Brock says Nurse Joy is great. He also says she's beautiful. Mew, the original Pokemon, 
he's there because he kind of saved the day. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Mew flies away into the the sunset and the shiny yep. things there, right? Ash says that on his first day of being a Pokemon trainer, uh, so therefore the first episode actually mm. of Pokemon, um, he saw a rare Pokemon. And today he saw another one. So if you go back to that first episode, he saw this like bird. It's Ho-O. Ho-Ho? Ho-O. Ho-O. Yeah. That doesn't sound like such a legendary. I know. I'm trying to see what number. Because isn't there the Ho-Ho one where is. it's like it changes into different. So Ho-Ho is number 250. Wow. Okay. So that's later on. Mm. We don't get to that one. Because there's only one. Hashtag original 150, baby. OG 150. Or 151. If you count. Mute. Mew and Mewtwo. Um, Ash says that he's seen these rare Pokemon, that it's all, so, all part of a sign, it's all part of his destiny. Um, there's many strange legends surrounding the mysteries of Pokemon, but for Ash and his friends, the journey has just begun. And Team Rocket signs off again and they fly off. And that's the end of the movie. That's the movie. Wow. What a fantastic piece of film. I I don't know what else to say. Um, it's just a long episode, really, and yeah, I I think I think the series is better. I think the series is better too. Yeah, the series is uh, even even the first episode I think is more emotional. Than yes, this. yes. Um, the original series, the first episode when Ash is with Doc Oak. Sorry, Doc Oak. No, Doc uh, Professor Oak. Professor Oak. And I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but. Pikachu is reluctant, doesn't like Ash, and Sorry, then doesn't yeah. Ash get attacked by Pidgeys? And so Ash, no, no. yeah, and Pikachu, yeah, that's yeah, right. So Pikachu. Ash sleeps in and doesn't get to pick one of the three. Yeah, because everyone gets to pick a Bulbasaur, a Squirtle, or a Charmander, but Ash sleeps in and misses it, so he's stuck with Pikachu. And Gary gets like the cool Pokemon. Yeah, and Gary always has whatever you have; he has the better. Yeah. So if you have a fire Pokemon, he has a water, so mm. he can beat you. So therefore, if you have the link cables in your kid, you could beat Gary because you could switch out. <laughs> or ass face or dick nose, whatever you call Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like the first episode of Pokemon, the series, which is like available everywhere, like Netflix and everything yeah. like that, is so much more of a movie because it ties in with the cards and the games. And yeah. This is just kind of like extra shit. I don't know. I mean, there'd been a lot of talk about Mew and Mewtwo yeah. from the games and stuff. Yeah. Um, before this. So it, it was exciting to finally see them on the screen. Right. Um, but just, yeah. I just it, thought this movie was kind of lazy. It's very bare bones. Yeah, I thought it was lazy because it's like, oh, we're cloning Pokemon. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Like, there's not, we didn't get past that. I don't know. Uh, I thought, I thought they did a good job of taking this storyline and kind of moving it into the De- Detective Pikachu storyline. Yeah. It made the storyline make way more sense in that movie. Yeah. Like, still ridiculous. Still yeah. a completely silly premise, sim- silly everything. But that's what this is. Like, sure. it's very, you know, fantasy, mm. fairy tale. So I thought they did a good job of kind of rehashing it in the new Detective Pikachu. But watching this as a man in my late 20s, I can say I did it's not. Weird, yeah, yeah, I did not. I can understand why my mom fell asleep. I mean, the critics agree. It's oh, um, there you go. It's got fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, three point five out of ten. That makes sense. Um, it's it did very well though. Of course. Um, 
it it's still the number one anime movie ever in the North America. Okay, I believe so. It, it debuted at number one, of course, um, no earning ten point one million dollars on its opening day. Um, it was the biggest animated film opening for any film in the history of Warner Brothers. <laughs> Um, during its first weekend, it grossed $31 million um, and $50.8 million since its Wednesday launch in 3,043 theatres, averages to about $10,199 per venue over a three-day span. Crazy. So it did very well, and it held the record for being the animated feature with the highest opening weekend, but it would be beaten two weeks later by what film? Star Wars. No, animated. Oh. So biggest animated uh, opening weekend. Disney. Disney, yeah. 1998? 1998. 1998. Uh, like Tarzan or something, I don't know. Toy Story 2. Ooh, yeah. Toy Story 2. Knocking Story off 2 Pokemon. Beat, beat it just two weeks later. Wow. Yeah, I could see. I mean, Toy Story 4 about to do the same thing. Years later. Yeah. Here, years later, we're talking about going to the theater to see Pikachu in a movie and in that movie, there was an ad for Toy Story 4. Like, how crazy. Yeah. Years later, these these things are still going on. That's insane. That's crazy. We should review Toy Story. <laughs> I love Toy Story. Way, more, way better of a movie than... I these. love Toy Story. Toy Story 3 makes you want to, like, cry. Like, oh, I, I cried for, like, half an hour. Yeah, like... Pikachu didn't really uh, hit those hit those heartstrings for me as much because you know Pikachu's Gandhi and he saved the day <laughs> and all that. Uh, well, that's I remember seeing it in theaters. I probably saw it more than once. No, I think I saw it once. I just saw it once. Yeah, I think I saw it once because uh, you know. And Pikachu. I didn't even see it on VHS or DVD after this. This was the second time I saw the film. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much. So no. I might be on the same track. Uh, I I remember liking it as a kid, but again, I was probably six, seven. When it came out, so yeah. don't judge me on my youth. Don't judge me any on anything. I try not to judge you. Yeah, I know. It's difficult. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we asked our listeners, you, our listeners, every Wednesday when we do NXT, we do forum.postwrestling.com, and we ask your comments or questions on NXT. But when we do these movie reviews, we ask you for your feedback as well, and that's what we're going to talk about. Right now, so let's go to forum.postwrestling.com and see what our, our our listeners have to say. And I'm going to go first here because it's our friend Scrump. Ah, Scrump from Pro Wrestling Tees in Chicago. He says, "Bang bang, what's up, guys? First time, long time. First time, long time. Is that no, count? Wait a second. You're has not. He, a, has he written? I don't. Uh, have you written before? Hmm, he's, I he's, don't know. he's co-hosted, so I don't yeah. think it counts. But first time, long time. Anyways, he says, there's three movies I vividly remember going to as a kid. These movies are Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, The Phantom Menace, and Pokemon the Movie. You've now covered all three of these movies. Wow, <laughs> look at us go. We need to cover more children's movies from the 90s, obviously. What's next? Jumanji? Rugrats the movie. Yeah, they're going to do a live action Rugrats. You hear what? about that? Yeah, they're, they're, what? Yeah, they're doing live action. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that's Damn. great. Uh, he says, one thing that always stuck out to me is how dark Mewtwo's origin is. One could only hope that they eventually remake this movie with a plot similar to Kill Bill, in which Mewtwo tracks down the scientist who made him into this this mutant monster like Bane, like the leader of the gym on Cinnabar Island when he was created. Scrub clearly knows a lot more about yeah. Pokemon than I do. Uh, they must have Pokemon... Uh, pop. Popo Funks? Funko Pops? Oh, for sure. They what, must. Scrum has a room with just those things in it. So. Yeah. 
He says, love you guys and can't wait for you both to come down to Chicago for Survivor Series. Hooray. We don't say that on this show. Go. <clears throat> we have PJ River. I have been playing Pokemon for over 20 years. I like the many aspects of the games. Hunting shinies, building competitive teams, breeding. It's, never, <laughs> it's a never-ending quest. The anime is not as good as the manga or the games, but Team Rocket has to be the best table just ever. Really, they lose... Every time. Team Rocket never wins. Yeah. They're, they're baddies that they're suck. They're jobbers. <laughs> uh, I have watched the first four movies. I really love the third one. This one was a meh for me, especially when you know what they are able to do story-wise story in the manga or in Pokemon Black and White. The story was too simple. No real plot, and Ash is the most hateable character ever. Everyone should have jumped for joy when he died. <laughs> Pokemon has depth when the characters are reflecting on the conditions of the creatures and why they are used the way they are. They could have done this way more with Mewtwo, but they didn't. Kids would have enjoyed a clever story too. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I I know most of the cartoon, like the the actual show, had such stories that continue on. Like part one, next week, will they survive? Tune in next week. Yeah, like, those alone could have made better, you know, maybe movies. I myself have not read manga. I know the video games, like the black and white video games that have come out, like things have evolved in these games so okay. far on, like characters and, and things like that. And going back to this, yeah, it just looks like it was a kind of a paint-by-numbers movie, in my opinion, Yeah, this this movie. Um, our next one is the guy who said he's 51 and he's skipping this. So I'm going to go past him. Sure. And we're going to go to Patrick from Toronto. He says he's been a big fan of Pokemon ever since its way it's made its way to North America in 98. I was eight years old at the time, and I was all in on the Pokemon fever. I started with the anime and the toys, and I moved on to collecting and playing the cards. He says, I had the Game Boy Color. I became obsessed with Pokemon Red, Silver, and Sapphire. And my first starter was Charmander. Always. It's always Charmander. Yeah, I, I understand. I like to switch it up yeah, once in a while, but Squirtle was always gangster to me. So. I like Squirtle. Yeah. Bulbasaur was my least favorite. Garlic. Yeah. Garlic. But when he, yeah, he's just a leaf. What the fuck's he going to yeah. do? Uh, the games are where my fandom continued until this day. I got in, back into the franchise about 10 years ago when I bought a DS. He says he still loves the games because they're still enjoyable and fun to play. Yeah, I, I think Nintendo has a different power over video games than, say, your, your other consoles. It has that fun factor that maybe games these days don't quite have, I would say. Yeah. Like, Nintendo games are more maybe built for kids... If I were to pick up some new Pokemon, I I bet I'd like it. Nintendo's easy to just pick up, play for an hour, put down. Whereas, like, I, I feel the other consoles are more serious. Yeah, I don't really like that. Uh, he says, I'm not going to watch this movie again because I remember it kind of being a crappy movie. Yeah. I just wanted to leave my thoughts on the franchise as a whole. He says, P.S. Davey, buy a DS and jump back in on the bandwagon. <laughs> this all started because you found my Pokemon in my in my drawer. Your Game Boy game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do want to get one. You did talk about that, so maybe you, you need to j get back in. We have Mike Hogan from The Throne Show and Warwick via <laughs> Liverpool. Nice. Uh, I love this recent wave of nostalgia for Pokemon. Pokemon the movie was a huge event when I was eight, and I remember trying to get the exclusive Mewtwo card everywhere when yeah. it came out. couple of points and questions for you. One, is Ash thinking Pikachu died the most emotional thing you remember from your childhood? Barma Fusser died. That's from the the first episode where Pikachu tries to save Ash. The Pidgeys like right, kill him, yeah. and you think, and he's then dead. he saves Pikachu. It's pretty emotional. It, as 
as I said, it's way more emotional than this scene. I don't know, man. Ash turning to stone was... No, it just didn't... Because, as said, he's so whiny. He's annoying. Ash is so ass. <laughs> um, I, there was a, a program called The Animals of Farthing Wood. No. Did you have that over here? No. It was a cartoon about these animals um, trying to find a new home. No. And it did the Game of Thrones thing before Game of Thrones happened, where they okay. just killed off major characters. Sure. And this was a, a kid's show. Okay. And I remember, uh, I think it was Badger. Badger and Mole were like a team. Mole would always like be on Badger's back to be taken on their journey. Okay, maybe I did have some And Badger show. died. Oh. And the scene where Mole is like trying to revive him is fucking heartbreaking. I mean, Pikachu crying here was really sad. But I do think, yeah, Pikachu almost dying in the first episode is very emotional. Uh, He goes, who is the most underrated from the original 150 and why is it Hitman Lee? (laughs) Hitman Lee? Yeah. Hitman Lee is lit. Yeah, Hitman Champ is lit. Those are the two wrestling Pokemon. Yeah, they're like boxes, aren't they? Uh, well, there's Machamp, which is the... Sorry, Hitmonchamp or Hitmonchamp? What's your... Who's your... Let me ask you, under, speaking of underrated, from, let's just say 150, what was your favorite Pokemon? I like... Um, I liked Eevee because it mm. evolved... You could evolve it into different yeah. types of Pokemon. Vaporeon. And Eevee's quite cute as well. Yeah, yeah. I always liked... Uh, you, you were mentioning the Ghost episode. I always liked... Ghastly turns it. Wow, this is my knowledge. I swear this is memory. Ghastly turns into Haunter, and Haunter turns into Gengar. And Gengar is in the new movie, the the animation of Gengar right. is in it, and he's one of my favorites. He's the like the purple ghost. He's the highest evolved of the ghost Pokemon, Gengar, and he is he's one of my favorite Pokemon. He's just a little ghost troll kind of thing. He was he was pretty spooky. Um, I'm trying to remember any, there was, what's the one, the guy, he's in the movie, is it Machamp? He's a wrestler, he's got the title belt, he's like, in Detective Pikachu, he's he's doing traffic, he's a traffic cop, yeah. but he's wearing a wrestling title belt <laughs> on his on his waist. Uh, and finally, <clears throat> he goes, I got a dark Charizard card, non-shiny, in Whoa. a pack, and was bossing my school in year five until someone stole it from me. There's always a thief! I just want to say, after 20 years of thinking about it, if they're listening, that I hope they go fuck themselves with the Game Boy Advance sideways. Yeah. All the best, sad. guys. Thanks for a great show. I had someone steal a, a Game Boy. The actual Game yeah, Boy. No, that's... The actual Game no, Boy. So you know what I did? Killed I, him. No, I did my own Detective Pikachu, and I, I, I knew he had done it, but he, he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't do it. So I told him that someone told me, you, you, you told them that you took it. I know that you took it. Mm. Someone told me. And he's like, like, no, no, I didn't take your Game Boy. And it had Pokemon in it. Mm. And it was, it was missing from this my... Is your pink Game Boy? It was uh, a few years later, so it must okay. have been a different generation. And I remember saying, like, you have until the end of tomorrow to give it to me. Or else my dad, who's a cop... My dad is not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is... I didn't even live with my dad at the time. And my dad is not a cop. But I was like, my dad's a cop. He's pretty pissed. Dude gave me it back. He's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, you did take it, you little fucker. <laughs> I'm like, oh, also, my uh, my Pokemon have evolved a little bit. Thanks. <laughs> my, the levels are up. Them rare candies. Uh, yeah, what's wrong with kids stealing things? I know. That's so cruel. Bad. Don't steal things, kids. If you have kids, teach them not to steal. Uh, let's go to Andrew from Cape Breton. 
Pokemon is one of, if not the best video game franchises ever. And this is coming from someone with the Triforce tattooed on my hand. Damn. Damn. He says, I was a huge fan of Pokemon as a kid during the Pokemania in the late 90s. I was into anime, the cards, the games. I spent years as what's known in the community as Gen Oneer. Gen Gen Oneer. Sorry, Gen Oneer which is where the best games were red and blue, and I only counted the original 151 Pokemon. After starting to collect video games in 2013, I ended up with all the Pokemon games, so I decided to play them one generation after the other, and I became hooked again. Pokemon has so much depth with just the games alone. There are main games, there are straightforward, then there's... There's details on specific Pokemon. Uh, he goes into his saying his favorite Pokemon is Shed... Shed... Dinja. Shedinja. Shedinja, yeah. which is basically a leftover husk of its pre-evolved that was possessed and became a ghost. This is real in-depth Pokemon mm. knowledge. He continues on here. I'm going to fast forward through here. He says that um, this is definitely the longest feedback I've ever left. <laughs> he says Pokemon is a 10 out of 10, but he, he leaves us some, some websites if you are interested in more knowledge of Pokemon. He says that Bulbapedia.com Sorry, Bulbapedia in general is the Wikipedia of Pokemon, and it will help you with any Pokemon knowledge you will. It's essentially the Pokedex. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what that is? He also says go to Smogon, a hub for competitive Pokemon with the Smogon rule sets with detailed strategies. I believe that's the, the card game. Because okay. you know there's a specific way to play. Yeah. The, the, the rules you played as a kid are really not the rules that you're supposed to play. Okay. There's different rules. And right. I think he's like legit involved in playing some, some, some serious Pokemon. He also says go to PokemonShowdown.com, which is a Pokemon battle simulator, which is, is played from the 3DS. I don't, I don't even know what he's saying right now. But he, there's, some, there's some knowledge. I suggest, yeah... Uh, it, there's loads of stuff here. Just go to the go to the forum and have a read. Because then we have other people kind of commenting on this feedback, and they're saying that they also use all these uh, Pokemon sites that uh, has been forementioned. So yeah, uh, PJ Rhythm mentions Cerebi as well. Uh, we go to Ari from Montreal. Man, I still remember going to the theater to see this epic movie. Still remember getting a free card if you went to the movies. Pretty sure it was a Machamp. <laughs> Uh, things from the movies I remember is finally knowing what the fuck happened when Ash went to that, get that gym badge and, well, Mewtwo escaping. Also, Pikachu facing Pikachu is still something that doesn't leave a dry eye in the house. P.S. I have also procured takeover tickets. Yay! However, sorry, Davey, I'm bringing my Tottenham fan older brother to meet you guys. Boo. Um, he goes on, come on, you Spurs. No, that's enough from Ari today. Well, actually, he says he can't wait to roll one with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You gonna bring it all the way over from the from Montreal? Oh yeah, from Montreal. That's, that's not far. Let's go to Chris from Queensland, Australia. Like many in my generation, Pokemon was a big thing with me and my friends at school. I remember the anime would be on TV before school, and the cards and the Game Boy were already released. And I remember that my family had the VHS for this movie from the local video store. Without repeating everyone, that was said. Uh, the scene with Pokemon crying and Ash dead always got me as a kid got some questions what is your favorite pokemon game from the core series he says his is gold as my brother's main game was silver gold was my first game that i played he also says there was 16 gyms two regions and 100 new pokemon so what's not to love i really liked silver <clears throat> yeah um, i mean the original was great but i think 
The extra 100, it's not too many new Pokemon. You've still got the classic Pokemon as well. Right. You can trade... I think you could still, like, take your characters from blue or red yep, you onto could. silver. Yeah, and you I love the time thing. Then they had crystal. Yeah. That was... So blue, red, had yellow, mm-hmm. which you had Pikachu follow you around. I had that one. That was really fun. But then you can get silver and gold, and then you had crystal, I believe. was. The- Did you ever get Mew? I think so. so. I remember doing a lot of weird things to get... And Pokemon. Remember yeah. Missing No? Missing Number? Missing No. That was the question mark one? Yeah, it's a glitch in the game. There's a glitch, and some of the, because you could get Mew from that glitch, or did you get Mewtwo from the glitch? Maybe Mewtwo. But, and then the way to get Mew, you had to like, go and see this kid, and yeah, your yeah. game froze and it's stuff. It's crazy, yeah. And it was things that, it could really fuck your game if you do it wrong. Yeah. Um, I got one from, there was like this Pokemon convention, which I didn't know was going on. It just happened to be happening okay. where I went on like a weekend away with my family. <laughs> and they had this machine where they were giving you Mew. What? So you just took your Game Boy, plugged it in, That's and they trade you Mew. Wow. So I got it that way. Wow. But there was, there was a way to actually get it in the game, but it was very difficult. I remember Missing No, which is like, it's called Missing No, yeah. Missing Number. And it was a glitch that if you caught it, like you could evolve your Pokemon faster. Yes, things right. changed in the game. Like it just it would fuck shit up, but also in a good way. So yeah. I remember that being a thing. Uh, that would be a good band name, Missing No. Missing No. Sure. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say the show slogan is "Gotta Catch 'Em All." So did either of you ever compete complete a game Pokedex? He says spoilers. I did not. I did not. No, I did not. I remember getting pretty high Because you needed the two games each, yes. each generation to yeah, no. get them all. No, my only goal in the games were to get my Pokemon at the highest levels and then fuck my friends up. Yeah. Just fuck you And up. get all the badges. Yeah, 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 true. Go all the gyms. I know, I don't go to gyms in real life, but I would go to gyms in Pokemon. That's right. PJ River goes on to say um, it also has the breeding in gold and silver, which I liked as well. You'd leave a male and a female at like a... Oh. Yeah, like in like this garden, and sure. you come back and they'd have an egg, Ooh. and you grow that. Cheeky. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we have David from Ireland. First time up next comment. First no, time that's time. not, come on, it's first time, long time. Sorry, what did he say? First time up next comment! First time up next comment! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, David from Ireland. Uh, I remember having over 600 Pokemon cards, but never actually playing the game, and being jealous of my friend's Charizard. Pokemon Yellow, Pikachu, was underpowered, and I hated he wouldn't evolve. I estimated I played over 2,000 hours playing the different Game Boy games. Valuable life lessons learned. You need patience to build up skills in order to master a task. Do not forget to save your work. This is very true. Movie. I remember getting a card, possibly new, with my ticket to the movie. Side note. I only watched Takeovers and War Raiders were my MVPs of the last two shows. Make a dream match versus Sky Pirates happen. <laughs> so he's a true NXT, uh, a true Up Next fan, but just doesn't watch NXT, but still listens to us. Heard us mention Pokemon and joined in for the comment. This is what, this is what I like. Yeah. This is what I like when the people who don't usually give us feedback or reply to us or talk to us or even let us know that they listen. But when they do, it's for something completely different from what we yeah. usually talk about. <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, yeah, you're right. Don't forget to save. Yeah. Holy, how many save times have you beaten the gym and then you forget? Um, we go to Ventac from Mumbai. Now, Ventac from Mumbai, he says, I don't want to bore you with my obsession with Pokemon. 
which includes three consoles, 20-plus games, and a few thousand hours collectively logged and across all the games. So I thought I'd try to make this more topical. And then Ventac from Mumbai continues to write a complete novel here in our feedback about why Pokemon and professional wrestling are, uh, I don't know, tied in together yeah. here, which is pretty great. Which is pretty crazy, I would say. I said great and crazy together. Um, I, I want to read all of these. There's just so much here. He says, the most recognizable Pokemon of all time is Pikachu. And he says it's exclusive to the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire games called Cos- Cosplay. There's a form called Cosplay Pikachu. This cannot be traded to any games except the original Red and AS games. One of the cosplays Pikachu does is that of a luchador called Pikachu Libre with a signature move of a flying press. So he's telling us that there's a special version of a Pikachu that does Lucha Libre moves. He also says a better frog splash than the Miz did at Money in the Bank. Um, He says, speaking of the flying press, there's a signature move for a fighting flying Pokemon introduced in Generation 6 called Hawlucha. So clearly the Pokemon creators know what they're doing mm. with uh, with some things. He goes on and continues on of why Pokemon and wrestling go in together. He says that um, <laughs> there's something going on of having a Pokemon fight, a match, that if, if Pokemon ever fought in real life, that they should fight in the Tokyo Dome for a six-star match. He says that there is such thing as heel Pokemon and baby-faced Pokemon. There is... Um, masked Pokemon that are, you know, going off of things related to Lucha Libre and Japanese wrestling. He says that there is an episode of Pokemon um, where Ash fights Chuck to win a Storm Badge, and it's it's a subtle nod to Randy Savage. I'm not sure where and why it's supposed to be a nod, but it is. So I'm trying to, I I guess we got, you got to look that up. Yeah. Pokemon relating back to Macho Man. Um, he says that in 2006 in New York City, there was a 10th anniversary celebration of Pokemon that Hulk Hogan hosted. Just letting you know. Uh, he continues on to, to, to explain why. Uh, oh, there's a huge one. And I'm going to mention it. It's the last one from his feedback here. In New Japan Wrestling in 2018, they announced that there was an Eevee mascot that was signed to New Japan. Do you remember this? You said it's your favorite Pokemon. Have you ever seen this? I have not seen it. Oh, dude, it's crazy. So Eevee, was it was it was obviously some sort of April Fool's thing. Right. But it was last, I believe it was last okay. year. Because Pokemon Go is still kind of going. Um, so there was Evil and Eevee in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, amazing. So he continues on. So go to forum.postwrestling.com and look at Yeah, there's the a Pokemon lot of really feed. good stuff there. Uh, thank it's you, Ventec from Mumbai. Clearly, you know a lot about Pokemon. We should have consoled you for this review because clearly you know a lot more about this than we do. Um, it's amazing that they're actually like reading this. There is a lot of tie-ins to Pokemon and wrestling because it's fighting. Yeah. And there is, guy, there is wrestlers that – there is Pokemon that do wrestling moves. Completely, like, yeah. Right? Like we talk about watching – uh, like Power Rangers, hmm. half the moves they do are moves in wrestling. Yeah. So very, very interesting. I would have never thought to kind of put those together no. in my world here. But it makes sense. Um, As you said, it's, it's sport. It's not like, yeah. it's not like, 
what is it called, cockfighting? Yeah. It's yeah. not that. It's it's a sport. Um, PJ River asks him on our forum here. He's like, are you a contributor to Bulbapedia or something? Like, clearly you know your yeah. shit. And he's like, no, I just know my facts. Uh, so, Ventec, <laughs> God bless you. And finally, we have Charbel from Victoriaville. Real quick, someone said in the comments to Davey to buy a DS and jump back in the bandwagon. Please do not. Go for the Nintendo Switch as Pokemon Sword and Shield Generation 8 is coming this fall. <gasps> what? Real quick, I like how the Pokemon TV show Sun and Moon Generation 7 brings my family together. My one and a half year boy and my two daughters who are three and eleven and even my wife all watch this together every Saturday. Oh, nice. Um, also, the Pokemon TCG. What's TCG? I have no I'm idea. I'm not sure. It's the same thing I play with my wife and 11-year-old daughter. We also took some cards. We had... Oh, the card game? Yeah, the card game. I think he's talking about the video game, by the way. No, no. He's also the Pokemon... The card game. The card game, yeah. Uh, we also took some cards we had uh, two times to create a little memory game for my daughter, who is three, with all the Pokemon she likes. I guess I love Pokemon. About the movie. I really liked it. I think uh, Smith did a good job acting. Quick question... Davey, like you know a little bit about the acting world, did the main character have to do all his scene by himself when he was filming beside oh, Pikachu? He means Detective or, Pikachu. Or Ryan Reynolds was there delivering the lines. How does it work? Ooh, um, I can tell you this. Uh, I work at a, a news station. Mm. So part of my job is watching a lot of news stories being covered. And in promotion for this movie, uh, we have an affiliate with ABC. Sure. And they do a news story. So they had it, Ryan Reynolds on. And they interviewed in Ryan Reynolds like last week doing or two weeks ago doing media in Tokyo okay. for Pokemon. And they asked him this question. Mm. They were like, how did it work? And he said, actually, uh, I wore a thing and it showed clips of him. Mm. He wore a thing and Pikachu in Detective Pikachu used his facial reaction. So every time okay. Pikachu did something, it was actually Ryan so Reynolds. Motion capture. Yeah, it yeah. was actually him doing it. I figured it would be. I think yeah. they motion captures kind of down yeah. now I know they basically started it with Lord of the Rings yes. 15 years ago exactly. now um, so yeah I'd figure it's so much easier doing it as mocap because he said like it showed uh, clips of him behind the scenes yeah. in this interview that I was watching at work and it was him in this weird helmet thing and it's him you know take, if he raises his eyebrow it shows Pikachu raising his eyebrow right. it's pretty fucking crazy how they do this but uh, is it Charbel? Charbel's asking if the main actor just has to talk to no one or a, a ball on a stick. I mean, that has been the yeah, case. Yeah, that People sucks. talking to balls on sticks. Uh, <laughs> uh, he goes on, thank you for the Phantom Menace review. Thank you for this review. Thank you for NXT reviews. Thank you for all the good shows. Pika Pika! Thank you. You got to catch them all, Charbel. You got to catch them all. Uh, so that's it. We, we somehow managed to do a show talking about Pokemon. Pocket monsters, if you will. Uh, I can't say we will be doing a Digimon one in the near future. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll talk about Pokemon again someday, somewhere. Is there anything else you need to add to talk about Pokemon? I think I'm pretty Pokemon down. You're pokied out? Pokied out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, there's some housekeeping. Yes. Go listen to Davey and your friend Mike do the Game of Thrones final review the finale of game of thrones if you loved it if you hated it or if you know nothing about dragons like i uh go to uh our website postwrestling.com and download that actually uh i went to a, a museum in melbourne australia 
Okay. And I was in a hall, and it was all about uh, uh, dragons. Right. In this museum. Yeah. And it had inch, the first, you know, people think drawing dragons, mm-hmm. and then uh, dragons in in uh, like history of, of things. And at the very end, there, there was, was Dragon Dave. There was a Charmander in this oh, museum, actually. That's cool. So I have a picture of a Charmander and this huge thing of dragons, and it's like it's, it's like a that's maybe a funny thing they added in. But I'm sure they'll add Game of Thrones someday oh, in, sure, a, in a museum sure. someday somewhere. Yeah. So go listen to Game of Thrones review from Davey and Mike Hogan for Up Next. Um, listen- go back and listen to all our movie reviews. Our, yeah. On the post-wrestling website, our Up Next page is split into two tabs. Yes. So you can listen to our previous NXT TV right. and TakeOver episodes if you need to catch up. But we've got all our movie and TV reviews in a separate folder there as well that you can... This, yeah, this Pokemon movie came out in 98, 99, so it's 20 years ago, basically, from when we're doing this. Uh, the Star Wars Episode One came out 20 years ago, like, last week, so go yeah. listen to our review of that if you got nothing else to do. And leave some feedback. Um, rate us and leave feedback. It's yeah. Just, just a little thing. If you like the show, say you like the show. It helps us out a lot. Um, also, check out our YouTube channel. BDE official. Yes, because um, why? Subscribe. We don't have a great deal on there right now, but next Wednesday uh, we'll confirm a time uh, on Up Next tomorrow. But next Wednesday we will be doing a watch along of the first NXT takeover. Yes, this Wednesday. This is NXT arrival. This is the first NXT takeover yes. that has, um, I believe it's Charlotte v. Natalia yep. for the women's, the vacant women's title. Um, With Ric Flair and Bret Hart in the corners. Yes. Some say that was match of the year that year. And it will actually be, next Wednesday will be the fifth anniversary of this takeover. On the day of May 29th, next week, live on our YouTube, um, we're going to be doing a live watch along. Yeah, and this is to get us hyped for NXT 25. TakeOver 25, that's right. So to celebrate TakeOver 25, we will be doing a five-year anniversary of the first TakeOver Next Wednesday, Wednesday, 29th, May 29th. Uh, follow us on our socials at Post Wrestling at the Bray D. And I'm at Davey Portman. Look for that and follow along. And then again, listen to us every Thursday as we do up next. We review NXT every Thursday. And then we will be doing a TakeOver 25 special as well on June 1st after TakeOver 25. So look for that. But uh, thank you for listening, if you made it this far, to our uh, insane Pokemon chat. And uh, we will see you when we see you. So thank you for listening. Goodbye, and be safe. Ahoy! Super Prime
Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual Double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, Roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was. Hard to recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.